The 2011 contestants for Miss America were asked, should evolution be taught in schools? These are some of the most interesting answers. Evolution. No, I do not believe in evolution. I do not think it should be taught in schools, and I would not encourage it. I honestly don't think you can ever have too much knowledge on any subject. That's my personal view, but I do feel that evolution shouldn't be taught in school just because there's so many different, different views on it, so many different definitions. Like, how do you teach a child the true meaning of evolution when so many different cultures have their different beliefs and scientists have their different theories? It's just not a good subject that I feel everyone will agree on should be taught as what it is. It's a theory, so I don't think it should be taught as fact, but I do think our children should know the theories that are involved in different science. I personally believe evolution should be taught in schools, and I believe that religion should be taught in schools. I think that everything should be taught in schools, and that knowledge is power, and it's good for um, all of our students to have a wider perspective. I think little bits and pieces of evolution should be taught in schools, because it is a theory. And after all, we all need to know about different theories so that we can figure out what we want to believe is true. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. See, so we're back for our fifth episode of Cognitive Dissonance. It's kind of a milestone. I feel like... uh, I don't know. You know, doing this fifth episode just makes me feel kind of beautiful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have the swimsuit competition in this episode. Um, you know, the uh, the Miss USA delegates <laughs> were recently uh, interviewed. That's a portion, by the way, of a beauty contest that I just, I, I mean, why? <laughs> why? Why is there a beauty contest? Um with, I mean, what's the point? The whole thing should just be a swimsuit competition. Right, no kidding, right? I mean... Why they have anything else? What the fuck? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, turns out that they were, uh, they, were, they were really chucked some tough questions, some real tough questions um, about uh, evolution. Uh, and they, they pretty much hit it out of the park, I think. Some of them... You know, what it makes me crazy about this is most of them will say... There was there was a good portion of these. Now I fucking suffered through fourteen and a half minutes of this. I'll post the video <laughs> on our site, but I watched the whole entire fourteen and a half minutes of this. And Tom, a couple of these these girls, um, and I just want to point out disclaimer here, real quick. We're not bashing these pretty women. 
uh, specifically, I, there's a plenty of dudes out there that are just as fucking dumb as some of these women oh, are. Absolutely. And then there's plenty of dudes out there that are just as smart as some of these women are. Some of these women are very intelligent. Um, but a couple of them, I mean, several of them would always say like, oh, well, uh, uh, what I think is they should teach both sides. And, like, there is not two sides to evolution. There's one side to evolution. Evolution. It's the scientific <laughs> side. What you're saying is they should teach fucking myth and in science class. That's what you're saying, basically. And then other women were like, I just think you should just try to give kids as much knowledge as you can so then they could figure out what they believe. <laughs> It's like, give them knowledge about what? Like, that's like saying, like, give them everything, whether it's factual or not. Just stuff it into their little heads and hope that they're going to come up with the right decision. Why get bogged down with the details in a science <laughs> class? You know, science science is really the place where we should we should go to just have thoughtful debates about mythology. That's <laughs> when I think, no, no I hear me. <laughs> hear me out. When I think science class, you know, I remember when I was in science class and there, and there was a, uh, we were talking about electricity and Thor. <laughs> we're talking about Atlas and, and how he held the globe right. on his and like, shoulders. I don't know which one throws the lightning bolts. <laughs> I, I know he hit one of Ben Franklin's kites at some point. Right. And there was a right. key or something. <laughs> I, you know, I, I get very, con- my schooling turns out wasn't very good, actually. Right. <laughs> This I think this this group of people that judge them though, they're pretty fucking religious, right? So they've got this sort of idea about like what's wholesome, you know? Sure. And they're gonna they're gonna judge these girls. So I think you know maybe half of these girls didn't believe in what even what they were saying, but they were just trying to be diplomatic in their answer, and they were fucking fumbling all over the place because you know how do you be diplomatic around this issue there's really there's no diplomatic to be and that's the thing that drives me fucking crazy when when people and parents always say like oh well you know they should teach my kid fucking bullshit and then let him fucking decide it's like no they should teach him the facts you te- you want to teach your kid some bullshit teach him the bullshit at home or on fucking saturday or sunday or whatever your sabbath day is <laughs> Don't teach him that on fucking in school. Because you know what? If I had a kid, I wouldn't want him to learn the bullshit. I'd want him to fucking skip over that chapter in garbage right. and go right into the fucking meat of the issue. It'd be, it, it, I can't even imagine if, if my little guy's in school and they're like, yeah, we're going to teach the controversy this week. I'm like, I'm going to go to Disneyland this week. Right, right. I'm going to teach and the I'll controversy teach about, about Mickey versus Goofy because that's some goofy yeah. ass shit. I take him to the fucking creationist museum and laugh, <laughs> fucking laugh my ass off. I'm going to teach my kid how to scoff then. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. We're going to oh, get. Oh, yes, our- you are. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> he will be quite good. I think that. he's going to pick that up whether you teach it or not. <laughs> I think that's genetic. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, we speak that. Who cannot scoff at Harrisburg's government right now? Um, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, um, not not making good decisions about their financial problems, really. Um, they, they've really put a lot of thought behind this, and they thought, okay, I'm just going to pray about this. That's, that's going to be the solution. We're going we're gonna to let go and let God. That's what we're going to do. 
And then it turns out you're probably also going to continue to go broke. <laughs> Harrisburg is going to try to have a three-day prayer session and try to get through their budget crisis. That is not going to work. I don't know that that's that is, probably. No. I mean, I could imagine three days. I could spend three way better days. They better not be paying her for this. Well, you know, that was my first thought is like, I wonder what she makes per day times three days. Yeah. That is a waste of money. Well, right. what are you, you're seriously going to spend three days praying? And there's some things that, that are said that make me fucking crazy. Crazy. Like, things that are above and beyond my control, I need God. Okay. Um, if the state's finances are above and beyond your control. You shouldn't have a fucking job. You're not the guy who should be in charge of controlling them. Right. You No. You know, there are some things that are beyond my control. The weather, for example, is beyond my right. control. <laughs> I'm looking outside right now. If it wants to storm, it's going to storm. There's nothing I can do. I can't go outside and be like, don't storm. But if I go broke, I can get another job. Like, I have ways to increase my revenue and to decrease my costs. And I need to think about those fucking things. <laughs> Not pray about them. How's that going to work? What's the mechanism? What is God going to write you a check? Oh, get, like, a, what, like, and does he show up like a big poster check? Like a giant? Because like he's got huge hands, right? So <laughs> enormous hands. <laughs> he he's got, there's no way he could scrawl his, you know, he put his mark on a tiny little check. He's got to have one of those big table size checks. And who does he bank with? Who's got the account? <laughs> right? You like you take you take it to like to like Chase or something, and you're like. Um, I'd like to deposit this enormous novelty check written by God himself. <laughs> yeah, it's coming in now. Boop, boop, boop. You know what they should do? I think Harrisburg, what they should do is they should get in touch with Peter Popov and see if they can get Pop some off. debt relief, some prayer debt relief. Buy some miracle water and see if that works out for you. I, I got a suggestion. Pray your pay away. How's that, uh, dummy? Right. No kidding. Here's the thing I don't get. Like, you're choosing one way in which to uh, communicate with the supernatural, right? You're choosing one way in which we do it. Well, you know what? The, there's people out there that sacrifice animals. Why don't you sacrifice an animal? Go get a fucking young goat and cut its throat yeah, head, to your God. Hedge your bets, right? I mean, yeah. go all out. I, you, you know, the, I don't think the Harrisburg residents are buying it. There's In this article, it says, uh, the sentiment of Harrisburg residents, and like many of those storming the streets in Athens, appear to be summed up by one resident interviewed by WHTM. I'm not starving myself for Harrisburg. No way. <laughs> yeah. I, I fucking I, love it. What a bunch of yahoos. There's a sort of gradations of atheists, right? I mean, uh, go on Twitter and type in atheist and you'll get people that are all over the spectrum. There's people that are, you know, uh, anti-theist all the way down to, you know, sort of weak agnostic. And, you know, we fall into that spectrum, you and I, Tom, and I – I give a lot of leeway to people, I think, that are religious. I don't try to, you know, force my beliefs on them. But I think that this is this is one of those times that makes me mad when somebody turns God into a genie. When they're like, you know, he's like a big fucking genie. And you're going to rub your lamp and you're going to sit on your fucking floor on your prayer mat. And you're going to wait three days to eat. And then you're going to pray really, really, really hard. And God's going to give you your wish. 
And it's like, you know, that's the most childish version. Like, of all the versions of God that you can have, that's the one I respect the fucking very least. Like, that's the one that I openly mock you for. <laughs> that's the only one I openly mock people for, is the genie God. If your God is a genie God, you are a laughable person to me. If there were a genie God, though, I, I got to tell you, I would be on board. Like, if, <laughs> it, I'm just saying. shit you would be, because you'd get fucking what you want. You'd fucking get your wishes. I like presents. Yeah. I just. <laughs> Santa Claus is a genie god. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Santa Claus, yeah. the Easter bunny. The Easter bunny. All the silly gods we dream up for kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. To get. I used right. the genie god, right? I used him. I was like, hey, brush your teeth, get some presents. Santa Claus is coming. Right. Santa Claus is coming. He's on the round the corner. I got three yeah. months of dental hygiene in my, out of my, from, from my kid out of that. That was, that was golden, you know, but it's also not real. Yeah, and it also doesn't fix fucking budget crisis. Right. I mean, get a new person in that job. If you're such a dimwit, you think fucking praying's going to fix it. You're a fucking dummy. Jesus is like Jesus is like sitting there with like one of those like green bankers visors, you know, and like an adding machine crunching the numbers to carry the four, <laughs> chickity, 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 carry the nine. Fuck, you're still broke. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me count on my hands. Fuck, there's a hole in them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to do? I have to divide by zero now? What? Every number is either 50 or 05. I hate this. <laughs> I do believe that atheists are parasites in the sense they're benefiting from everything that religious culture is built in America, but they're doing nothing to add energy into the system. Uh, in numbers, uh, Gallup had an interesting poll, Cecil. Um, and it's interesting, too, because the, the poll is in the U.S. 22% are hesitant to support a Mormon in 2012. But that's not really the... Uh, right, that's not the meat no, of it. No, that's not, not at all. You look at it and you're like, well, 22% of people don't want to support a Mormon. Look, I get it. I get it, right? The Mormons, they seem fucking crazy. I think they're the ones with the magic underpants, right? Yeah, they are. They are. They're, those, they're yeah, the ones. Yeah, they seem right. sort of crazy. <laughs> kind of nuts. 49% will not support an atheist. Right, because, you know, atheists don't read the Bible and therefore have no morals. Right. I don't have any morals. I actually, right before this podcast, I was boiling live puppies. <laughs> it's my, it's Monday, it's an evening. I do it every Monday evening. Right, right. You got to pass the I time Because I don't know somewhere. right from wrong. I'm not even ashamed to say it because I don't, I literally do not know right from wrong. <laughs> I literally have no idea. I love that it's split right down the middle. 44% would vote for, 44 or 49% would vote for, 49% would not vote for. And then there's an error margin of 3%. But I think that this is this is telling. And this is one of those things that when people say, well, you know, hey, you're big deal, you're an atheist, shut the fuck up about it. Basically, that's what I hear all the time. I hear I'm not a real vocal it's funny too, because I'm not really vocal about it unless it's this podcast, right? I really don't I'm not the guy on Facebook posting, you know, or on Twitter posting a bunch of shit that's, you know, anti-theist. I'm I'm really not that guy. All I do is once in a while talk about stuff like that on this podcast, but I still get a good a good hearty amount of, hey, why don't you guys shut the fuck up? Who cares that you're atheists? Basically, it's like, okay, well, you know, I care. Here's a reason why to care, because if somebody thought like me, and I think I'm a pretty moral guy, well, guess what? 
they would have 49% of the people wouldn't even fucking try to vote. They wouldn't even think about voting for him. So now take those 49% of the people, they wouldn't even vote for him on principle. So now you only have 49% of the other population that would if they agree with your fucking politics. So chances of fucking getting elected in the United States, exactly fucking zero. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. In a country this divided, no, no way. No way. Although I will say that it's interesting that the Republican Party, by aligning themselves so heavily with the Christian right, you know, they've really made it impossible. They've made it impossible for a Republican atheist to exist in the public sphere at all. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's not a thing you can have anymore. You cannot have a Republican atheist that gets anywhere in politics at all. Now, not to say the Democrats would either. With with these kind of numbers, no, no fucking way. And nobody's going to admit it. They're not going to run that. You're guy. not going to admit it, Tom. If you're if you care about your political career, you're going to join some fucking church, some fucking innocuous church, and you're going to go there a couple times, and yep. that's going to be it. But you're not going to. There's like I said before, an, a, another time that there's like one atheist in fucking office, and he's from California. The rest of them, there's nobody's going to admit it if they are. And, you know, chances are, I bet you there's probably a couple that are in there, but they're not going to pretend that they are. They're not even going to say that they are because that's fucking political suicide in this country. And that's why I care. That's one of the reasons why we care, right? Because, you know, in a secular nation, you would think that you could elect a secular official. No, no, no. Alas, it's it's also this is a really interesting poll, actually. We'll put this up on our uh, on our website. And it's interesting, too, I think that. With all of the uh, headlines that uh, gay and lesbian issues uh, receive, and rightfully so, um, only 32% of people say they would not vote for somebody who is gay or lesbian. 17% difference just for not believing in the giant magic wizard in the sky. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? That 67 people would vote for to gays over. And, it, you know, think about it this way, like, I think that there should be bans against atheists marrying. You know what I mean? Like if there was a ban against an atheist marrying, we'd never get to marry. Well, Cecil, I I wouldn't marry you anyway. You know, I like you very well, but no. That was was my way to propose, Tom. I hope you know. (laughs) I turned you down (laughs) out of air. I just pray over this equipment. We speak over the PowerPoint presentations, the, all of the video projectors, and we we'll say, devil, we know what you love to do in meetings like this. And we say, you will not, in Jesus' name, you will not prevent this message from going out. No microphone problems in Jesus' name. So another reason <laughs> for uh, for us to, to sort of bring these issues to light um, is... And, and I've seen this actually, uh, this the same issue pop up. There's a, a news story, atheists sue over bus ads on Godfrey Lifestyle. You know, there's there's a group of people who are putting up, I think, reasonably innocuous messages, um, atheist-related messages. And, of course, you know, you can't hop in your car and drive, you know, 20 miles in this country, and, and even in reasonably secular areas, without seeing church billboards and, and all kinds of that nonsense um, and certainly in other parts of the country that are uh, more aggressive, uh, read here, the South, um, <laughs> or any really any rural Shit, area. Indiana, too. what the fuck? I know. Yeah. Rural Illinois is just as bad. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the, the Central Arkansas Coalition of Reason wanted to put up a, a bus ad that said, and all it said was, are you good without God? Millions are. So Burn it didn't say heretics. like. Burn. 
it didn't say like your God's a sham yeah. or, you know, like you waste your Sunday morning. You know? <laughs> I teabag Jesus. <laughs> Nothing like that. It was just saying like, hey, if this is you, there's other people like that. So that's kind of cool. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> that's like, yeah. Hey, that's it. Real fucking simple. They cannot get these ads to run. They cannot get them to run. Um, they wanted to, to run these ads and Arkansas basically shut them down, said absolutely not to the point where they have to sue now to try to get these ads on there. And they've had religious messages running on buses before. That's another it's another reason. Right. Like, here we go. Uh discrimination against somebody who's just trying to put a message out there. And it's not even like, you know, it's not even one of these circle jerky fucking, uh, you know, mean spirited messages like fucking your God doesn't exist. Grow up or whatever. Like you said earlier, right, right, it's none of right. that shit. It's a real simple innocuous message and they won't even put it on there. Well, that's fucking discrimination, plain and simple. You wouldn't say any like if somebody wanted to put fucking hell is real on the side of your bus. I bet you you'd put it there. And they, you know, there's people all over the place that are putting shit up like, you know, on, on, on signs as you're driving along, it's like fucking repent or else you're fucking going to hell. There's like that Bible passage or whatever. If you're not born again, you're going to go fucking burn in hell or whatever. I don't even think hell's mentioned in the Bible or whatever, but. No, that's, that's just made but up, it's, I think. It's fucking whatever so. it is. It's, you know, this big, long fucking Bible verse. But, you know, like, like that's, that's fucking, that's a threat. Like you're allowing somebody to threaten me with their religion, but you're not allowing me to say like. Hey, it's cool if you don't have it. It's all good. Well, sure. And, you know, they want what they really wanted was they said no. And they, they want thirty six thousand dollars in insurance money in case of an attack on the buses by angry Christians. I, I, what does that say about the what Christians? Is it? Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, here you've got here you've got people who are clearly just stalling, you know, and that's and they've made that very clear. Um, they're clearly just stalling, trying to get out of having to put these things up, trying to find some wiggle room to make sure that they don't have to put up these ads. Um, and their response is basically, well, we're fucking nuts. Yeah. And we'll do some crazy ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you put this up, I will personally trash the yeah. bus and I can't be held liable for my own actions. I'll throw a through that fucking window because <laughs> I hate atheists so much. I will piss permanent marker ink yeah. all over that thing, okay? <laughs> Stupid. Like, and, and you're right, Tom. What does it say about the people that, that you're trying to protect the bus against, those good Christians you're trying to protect the bus against? You don't have to protect the bu- uh, those messages of faith against me. I'm not going to do anything to them. I don't care that you're advertised. You paid for that space. Advertise you want. You want to put, put a fucking – you want to tweet a picture of your junk in advertising. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So recently, NBC um, aired the Pledge of Allegiance um, and, uh, and during the U.S. Open, and they skipped the uh, post-McCarthy-era-ism yeah. <laughs> under God add-on. Like, they, like the, the free leather, you know, like the add-on that nobody really <laughs> wanted. They, they skipped that. Our doors. Just like, eh, no, it's, we're just not going to... And holy crap, did they get a lot of flack from that, even though they imme- almost immediately apologized. I mean, very, very quickly. They, they issued an apology. You know, I know that they got a lot, of, uh, a lot of flack even during the U.S. Open, like while it was going on. And it doesn't stop there. Senator Dan Coats, and by the way, there's, a, there's an awesome picture of him like with his fist raised and he looks all old and angry <laughs> and like Voldemort looking. <laughs> it and, does look like- 
it in an effort to prevent such inappropriate edits from occurring in the future, Coates demanded that NBC present him with a full written account of its decision-making process Fuck in this you. matter, including an explanation of why these specific words were omitted and what actions NBC intends to take. Way to make political hay, by the way, jackass. you fuckwit, out of nothing. What a fucking asshole. Who the fuck? You know it, what? I, okay, it, what is it? The 50s, when they put that shit in, when they put the yeah. under God mm-hmm. in? It's, it hasn't been there since the beginning, so all you fucking Facebook tards out there that think that it's been there since the beginning, you're fucking blatantly wrong. It hasn't been there since the beginning. It doesn't need to be there because some people th- believe in fucking Allah. Some people believe in God. Some people don't believe in anything. What we need to do as a nation, we need to govern at the least common denominator, okay? And whether that's the least amount of fucking religion or whatever it is, you got to govern at the least amount of that shit. You can't fucking say under God in a thing that you're expecting people to recite at like every game you go to, right? A national, the, the Pledge of Allegiance. Like you can't fucking force people to say under God. It's ridiculous. It's and it's a dumb thing to do anyway nowadays. We did it because we we're afraid of the godless communists. Well, guess what? They're fucking bankrupt, and so are we almost. <laughs> It, it, you know, Dan Coates also says that without mention of the God, um, the pledge is more than incomplete, but also empty. Oh, fuck Maybe you. Maybe for you. But it's, it's no less of a pledge of allegiance to the country without mentioning that our nation is indivisible under God. I mean, that's, that's nonsense. It's, it's utter nonsense. Perhaps you cannot conceive of a group of people who band together for common purpose and who are willing to to pledge their allegiance to that purpose without also invoking God. Um, I don't have that same uh, constraint on my intellect or imagination. I, it, it's like that's like a personal fucking failing is all that is. Yeah, no kidding. And I, I can't even imagine such a foolish uh, thing to say. The idea that, that the Pledge of Allegiance um, and this nonsense – he says, I remain concerned that such a decision to selectively edit the pledge. It was selectively added in there. Yeah. It was already edited. This is the edited version, genius. And you know what? This fucking guy remembers when it was put in, too, if you look at it. <laughs> this is a guy who's trying to make political hay out of nothing. And, you know, it would be really nice if people who were moderate— if people who were uh, atheists, if, you know, moderate Christians don't give a shit either. Yeah, no you know, kidding. This is what – the only people that really care are the nutters, and the nutters are a minority numerically. Right. But they're the ones who are the loudest. We need to be louder than they are. You know, we need to praise NBC for this. Be like, thanks. That was great. I, I appreciate you going back to the original Pledge of Allegiance because if everybody who – either didn't care, didn't care about those words being in there, or who were actively pleased to see them removed, if they had a voice, if they were louder, then maybe this nonsense wouldn't be made political hay of. And maybe the Republican Party would for once be able to shrug off this Christian right nonsense that's been saddled with for so long. Yeah. Also, dragons will fly out my butt. Yeah, not fucking likely, it it turns out. One popular thing to do in American politics— is to note that the summers in the United States over the past few years have been very warm. As a result, global warming must be real. What's wrong with this reasoning? It's only gone up 0.6 degrees. 
Yeah, it's not really a big problem, is it? Scientists recently in Australia um, have really had some some shit they've had to go through. They, they've had death threats, Cecil. Um, top Australian scientists, um, death threats because uh, of their um, support of climate change research. That does not strike me as a reasonable uh, response to research. Like, yeah, the research shows climate is changing. I'll kill you. What? That won't change the climate. Like, that won't change the facts at all. Want to prove somebody else's point? Make a death threat on them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's going to – if climate change really wasn't a fucking big deal and wasn't real, no one would be fucking trying to to put any death threats on them. Nobody would care. Everybody would be like, you're fucking crazy. And this evidence refutes you. No, instead you don't have any evidence and you just want them to be quiet. And I don't know why. Like, I just don't – like, that's the thing that I just – I'm like, oh, I don't understand your fucking operation in your mind. Because, like, (laughs) what is the big deal by proving that climate change is happening? Would suddenly we stop using cars a little less? We stop – you know, even if we do it drastically, let's just pretend we're doing it drastically where, you know – People have to, you know, figure out a way in which to transport themselves that's much uh, lower carbon footprint. People have to uh, suddenly get less and less use of electricity or have to buy greener items. You know, all these little things that that add up to a lot over a year's worth of kilowatt hours. Uh, what happens if, if we all had to do that, if that was like mandatory? What would be the worst thing that would happen to us? We'd have to spend a little bit more money and we'd have to be more conscientious with our spending of energy. That's it. Yeah, I'm not sure where the downside is. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm being a little bit disingenuous when I say that because it is utter nonsense, I think, at this point to pretend that a scientific consensus on climate change doesn't exist. Right. I mean, that's that is not that is not true. The consensus grows uh, with with each passing year. Um, and I think that as a lay person, there are certain things I can and cannot do. Right. Um, I don't have a degree in uh, climatology. I don't, I don't, I just don't know that stuff. I have not spent, you know, four or eight or 12 or 20 years of my life reading about in a, in a scholarly way and understanding the real research. There are things we simply have to rely to some degree on other people to help us to understand. And a consensus of scientists is a good way to, to arrive at, at reasonable uh, conclusions. Um, and I, I believe this wholeheartedly. I don't. There are there are so there are more things to know than I ever will have time to research on my own. And a, a lay person just frankly cannot pick up a real science. You can pick up maybe an abstract or you know somebody's summation, but you can't pick up the real research and just read through it casually. You simply would not have the vocabulary now without spending years of your life attaining that same uh, background. Right. So when scientists reach a consensus, a broad-based, internationally recognized consensus on a subject, I think it's sort of foolhardy as a guy with an English lit degree to thumb my nose at that and say, eh, no. Um, I can't even say, hey, I think the studies are incomplete. or the re- I haven't read the research. Not really. And the truth is these deniers, you haven't either. You, you haven't spent your life... Uh, for the most part, researching climate uh, and climate change. And, and so if all you're going to do is offer to the conversation, I'll fucking kill you, man. <laughs> 
Suddenly you're Travis Bickle. I mean, you're dim-witted. <laughs> you're just dim-witted yeah. at that point. Yeah. I mean, it's just dim-witted. And I, I want my scientists free to pursue, I don't know, science? <laughs> I'd hate for them to have to be pursued instead. It will be big, earth-shattering, and civilization-ending. There are concerns that the entire Earth will be flooded or burned up by solar flares. The North and South Poles may suddenly reverse, wreaking untold havoc on electrical systems. Catastrophic earthquakes may rock the planet, destroying all buildings and opening huge holes in the Earth's crust. Chaos will reign. Mankind will come to the brink of annihilation, and on and on go the theories. So, um, State of the Ocean report? Not so good. <laughs> Shocking report warns of mass extinction. Um, the oceans are sort of important. <laughs> we kind of need those. Because they're kind of most of the Earth. Yeah, and that's where a lot of food comes from. <laughs> yeah, um... It's like all dying in there. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some. There, I mean, it's a pretty sobering article. Um, they're talking about the Gulf dead zone being the largest in history. Um, they're talking about all coral reefs will be gone by 2050. Um, I'm hoping I'm checking out of here by 2050. I'm just, you know, at a certain point, there's only so much I can do, and then I'm just done. All the coral reefs gone by 2050. Um, the ocean is not far behind after that. It's uh, it, it's actually a very upsetting article. Um, I mean, the the next mass extinction taking place in the world's oceans. I mean, that's that is truly insane to look at where you know most of the Earth is covered in ocean. Right. To think that you're going to have mass extinctions um, covering the majority of the Earth, decimating things like coral reefs. I mean, that's that is really sobering news. And, and you know, like we just talked about with the climate change issue, you, you've got at some point you've got to say, OK, whether we're causing this or not, what can we do to try to help? You know, is there is there do we want to eat a fish that bad? Right. Like, do, do I want to do I want to eat a swordfish steak? Yeah, man. Swordfish is awesome. Awesome. But I don't want it that bad, you know? And it's like the climate change. Maybe they are wrong. Who knows? I, I don't think they are, but maybe they're wrong. But if if all I gave up was, hey, I didn't drive so much and I bought a more fuel-efficient car and, you know, I turn off the fucking lights and I just didn't use as much energy. You know, there's no doubt. There's very little downside to this. Where's the downside yeah, I don't know. to Taking a look and saying, like, I would like to do some things proactively to protect the ocean. Well, I think people, I think people would probably lose their job, right? Um, because you're looking at, you know, like what people from Deadliest Catch wouldn't have a job anymore. And you're like, okay, well, you know what? If you keep fishing as bad as you do, you're not going to have a job anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. It's inevitable anyhow. What are you postponing? You're saying. You know, and and I think you know I've read some I've read several articles um, <clears throat> regarding the state of the oceans, and you know there are places in the oceans where they've set aside you know many square miles at a time, and they create conservatories, and those conservatories are often very successful at bringing populations back 
and and relatively quickly, at least for you know the small to medium sized fish. Um, and that is a sustainable way to use these resources. I'm not one of these guys saying like, well, we can't ever use resources. Don't use any resources at all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Exist only on fallen fruit right. dropped from trees of their own free will. Like that's fucking nonsense. You know, and I don't I don't have a bleeding heart for any of the fish in the sea. Like I'll punch them all in the eye and eat them raw unless we're running out of them, in which case I'll just leave them the fuck alone so that in 20 years I can punch two of them in the eye and eat them raw. How do you not take a long view of this stuff? Well, it's all it's all about the thing. I think you're you know, you hit the nail right on the head there, Tom. I think it's all about quick income and cash profits, right? The reason why we don't care about the acidity level in the ocean is because, you know, the things that we're doing, we don't want to change because it costs money to change and you're going to lose the bottom line. Same thing with, you know, overfishing and, um, you know, certain species of fish are going extinct because you're overfishing. I mean, I remember, I remember hearing about all the different types of fish you shouldn't eat. And it's a big long list because they're, they're specifically swordfish. They don't even have a chance to reproduce, uh, because they they capture or they catch them before they get to the size in which they can reproduce. So they're catching swordfish younger and younger and younger, and you're not able to get. There's no breeding population of these things anymore. So you know you need to you need to pay attention to what you do and what you consume. I and I mean to a, to a level. Obviously, you're gonna sometime just gonna be like fuck it. I want to fucking eat the soul of something that is gonna be extinct. I get it. I understand. <laughs> but at the same time, you can't do that every day. You can't be fucking you know washing your fucking boots in fucking swordfish oil. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> at a certain point, you gotta be like, okay, uh, we need to pay attention because you know this world is not a fucking unlimited resource. And I think that's the difference between people that are uh, that are of either of faith or of stupidity they think that the world is an unlimited resource i mean it's it's i mean it's by definition it's not an unlimited resource well sure and there's that nonsense well god will provide well i hope he drops some more fish yeah. from the sky <laughs> what if he doesn't right like, maybe what's your fucking contingency maybe. plan thor <laughs> right you're just like okay well wait all the the fish can we have some more fish? No, I gave you enough. <laughs> Fucking ate them too fast. Also, I don't exist. <laughs> There's also that. Homeopathy. Uh, this is this is an article I found. Um, God, this is actually pretty sad. Cold dude. calm. Like, all these stories are so sad. There's a uh, homeopathy is is a branch of of nonsense, by the way, if you're not familiar with it, where it the idea that it's based on is roughly, you know, that you, you cure yourself with uh, minute doses of, uh, you know, what it is that made you sick. So, you know, if you've got I don't even know how it's supposed to work. This it's makes nonsense. so I, little sense. To, to say it out loud is just so, so crazy. So, like, if you had, like, lead poisoning it's too much lead. You just eat yeah. like a little bit of lead. <laughs> I don't know. Then you'd have a little more lead. I'm not sure. I don't understand. The, makes no I sense. don't get it. And a lot of things that call themselves homeopathic. I've noticed this too, that when they, what they really mean is like, like home remedy. Like I'll see that a lot. Right. Where right. It's like, it's a homeopathic cure. And, and you're like, well, this actually has nothing to do with homeopathy itself. But anyway, right. the, um, Children's for ages three and older, cold calm pellets. First of all, don't feed your kid pellets. pellets. Yeah, kids should never get pellets. Pellets are for hamsters. Or for dogs. Right. Right? 
On some pellets? I remember I had a dog. I used to feed him brown pellets. What's a dog going to eat? I don't fucking whatever's in these pellets. $9.99 at the store. He's a dog. Um, Cold calm pellets. If uh, if you hate your kid, you can give him this. Stuff isn't cheap. It's $12.49. You can pick it up at any any of the stores that sell garbage and nonsense. It... um, it contains some some pretty good stuff. Um, it contains uh, belladonna, um, not real good for you. One of the most poisonous plants in the Western Hemisphere. Western Hemisphere, not your most poisonous of the hemispheres. <laughs> <laughs> it says it right in that article, which I love. One of the most poisonous plants in the Western Hemisphere. That's fucking awesome. Um, strychnine. You know, just just a little strychnine. The strychnine, though, you know, in its defense, relieves sneezing attacks. So I would rather have strychnine uh, than sneeze. <laughs> then, what the fuck do they call it? Nux Vermonica? What the fuck is that? That's a fucking Harry Potter spell. Right. <laughs> Nux Vomica. Oh, God, I died. Oh, Jesus. That, oh, man, I'm tripping. That's terrible. That was strychnine. That is making me feel dead inside my body, which is not good. Oh, my God. Um, and then uh, there, there's also uh, pulsatilla or pulsatilla. I'm not sure how these are pronounced. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that's a poisonous plant that produces toxins that slow the heart and cause convulsions. Um, you, you think in order to uh, put that in there it would have to be really powerful. I mean, whatever that is curing, right? I mean, because like chemotherapy is real bad for you, right? But you, you endure it because otherwise you got the cancer. Right, right. So the, the, the pulsatilia, that relieves your cold with a loss of taste and smell. So I can see if you couldn't smell, you might want to consider uh, a medicine that could possibly end in death and convulsions. Definitely the right risk-benefit fucking analysis there. I disagree, Tom. I don't think you could fucking – you could take a whole fucking goddamn thing of this and chug it like fucking Flintstone chewables, and there'd be so little in there you wouldn't even be hurt. Right. Well, that's the thing. These pellets, of course, because it's homeopathic, right? I mean real homeopathy means that it's diluted until it cannot be found anymore. But it's like the energy of the evil shit is supposed oh, to God. stay in the water or This fucking hurts my head just even thinking about whatever. it. Whatever. So then so like you basically like it, it's like it's like if, if you just like dip a lead bar in a water and then you drain out all the water and throw the lead bar away and then pour yourself another glass of water that you put in a different fucking glass. <laughs> right? That's homeopathy. <laughs> But in between you flew to a different continent to get a different glass. <laughs> This is the dumbest shit in the fucking universe. I don't know who would possibly believe that this shit is fucking actually true. That they would be like, well, like who fucking even thinks that that would even work? What? What was the fucking process of your brain that you would think that you could take something that is in like, you know, what is it like one part per million or something like that? Yeah, these are like in tiny amounts, like six, between three and six parts per million. Yeah. Yeah. So three and six parts per million, and you're saying, that's like, that is just outrageous. It's like fucking throwing a fucking Kool-Aid packet in the ocean. Yeah. Like, that's not going to do anything. I don't want any parts per million of poison. Right. And that's the other thing, too. Right? Like, Like, not only is it a dumb thing to do, but it's also like a an extra dumb thing to do because you're actually putting poison in there. 
It's it, it's just insane. Why? Well, here's what kills me. It's like, why didn't they just pick plants that weren't poisonous, right? Like this can say, if you're going to decide, because there's no evidence that any of these things do a thing. So yeah, you're but- sitting there with your, your book open and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to manufacture some nonsense medicine. That does, and I'm just going to claim at random that these things will cure you. Why wouldn't it be like, well, extract of tomato, extract of, you know, grapes, like sure. Shit that, that, if when you're, you're done, like, you got a V8. You right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> but for fuck's sake, why are you purposely picking shit when you can pick anything? Yeah. Why are well, you picking shit that's poisonous? Because it's an ancient fucking secret, dude. And that's what the ancient people used to do is they used to mix this fucking bullshit up back when fucking bullshit rained, man. Yeah, and they also died when they were 30 fucking yeah. five. They like, fucking didn't make it out of their 20s. I, I'm an old man. I'm 28 years old. <laughs> I barely had time to reproduce. I wish the American media would take a great look at the views of the people in Congress and find out, are they pro-America or anti-America? Some people shouldn't reproduce. Yeah. And one of those people is Representative Michelle Bachman. Zing! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, she kicked off her presidential campaign, Cecil, in uh, Iowa. They always go to Iowa, of course. Um, right. And uh, she kicked it off in Waterloo. They have nice, they have nice caucuses there. It's a, so. a beautiful caucus this time yeah, of year. Very love, yeah, lovely the, uh, caucuses. Huge tracks of caucuses. Yeah. But uh, she grew up in Waterloo in Iowa, um, and uh, <laughs> she got some facts a little wrong. She had a little mixed up. You know, right. she, you can't hold her accountable just because she grew up there and uh, was talking about it. She she decided that this was the birthplace of uh, John Wayne. She was right. Um, John Wayne Gacy was born there. <laughs> Thinking maybe she meant the other John Wayne partner. I think she probably did. I, I, You know, of the people that you could use as a conservative sort of idol, John Wayne probably fits perfectly right into there. Um, John Wayne Gacy, on the other hand, um, pedophile, uh, murderer of 33. Three young boys and he disgraced them in life and death. Yeah, that guy, that's probably not the guy you want to pick. Um, although after hearing Bachman's policies, I think she probably did meet it. <laughs> because there's no more terrifying person in the world that I could think of for president. At this point, if she were, you know, close to the presidency, I would be longing for the days of Sarah Palin. Oh, yeah, she is, she is, um, wow. That's not – the idea that she's a, a, a serious possible contender for any public office. Like, I wouldn't vote for her for president of the Homeowners Association. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. would be like, oh, God, I want to put up a fence. I got to talk to Bachman. Fuck, she's going to say something crazy. Something really, really, really crazy and inaccurate. Like, well, according to the bylaws, your house is really a spaceship. Gobbledygook, gobbledygook. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, you nut hut? You know, and then her campaign sent this explanation. They said, John Wayne is from Iowa. His parents lived in Waterloo. Well, where your parents once lived is not where you're from. Where you're from is where you were born. You know, you're not just from the places your parents fucking overnighted at some point. You know, that's crazy. Like, you're from the place you were born. And John Wayne was not born in fucking Waterloo. He was born in Winterset, Iowa. Three hours away from Waterloo. You... You, you can't backpedal like that. Just apologize. Just be like, oh, you know, I, 
I know he's from Iowa. I thought it was Waterloo. It's really winter set. I'm, you know, it's just a silly gaffe. Then everybody laughs it off. But instead, they all do the same thing, right? They all do the same thing. They all they all deny that they made a mistake. No, I, no, I didn't make a mistake. No, his parents once uh, looked at a map and Waterloo was on it. So it's like, it's like they a like fucking- that song Waterloo. They like that song. They're like, it's like a fucking internet fight. It's like a troll war. Like she's just going to keep like finding little tiny pieces of what she said and be like, oh, look, I, I was right about this. And you'd be like, yeah, but John Wayne Gacy was from there. And if she just says the lie enough times, nobody's going to care. And that's just how it works. I mean, that's how fucking Fox News works, for Christ's sakes. It's, it's also how Harold Camping works or did. God had a recall. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I want to report that he suffered a mild stroke. He's receiving excellent care. I know all of our listeners were worried. Um, right. I'm eagerly awaiting his next slumpy face prediction. He had a mild rapture. Yeah, he got raptured. The tractor beam wasn't strong enough. God has to, like, calibrate that thing. You know, and he's like, whoa. God's ecto gun wasn't working right. (laughs) Did we get camping up here? No, no, something malfunctioned. I think. Cross the streams. We blew a fuse in the soul tractor beam. All we did was just fuck him up a little. (laughs) He's He's no worse for wear, though. Yeah. No worries. No worries. You know, it, it makes me wonder, too, like, if if that nonsense was real, like, if you got heavened or whatever, um, at what point in your life, you know, at what point is it just like, well, we're going to take you from, from when you were 21? Because they take you after you've had a stroke, like, I'm in heaven. Oh, like, I know. You thought like, you were in heaven anyway. You thought you were in heaven no when it was fucking Red sense. Jello Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand basic sentences, and half my mouth doesn't move. It's Fuck. terrible. <laughs> Heaven no. sucks. Normally, it's terrible when somebody has a stroke, and it's not hilarious. But when a charlatan gets a good comeuppance, yeah, right, I don't care right. where it comes from. I don't care if it comes from his own biology. I'm going to just say I want bad things to happen to this guy. <laughs> I just do. And if, if it gets a little worse, I'll just be like, huh. <laughs> Remember that time when you ruined some lives? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, like people were wondering if he was going to get some justice. Well, here it is, right? Yeah, right. We see it in the United States Senate every single day where members say, we want amendments, we want debate, we want amendments, but we're still a no. And then we stand up and say, oh, if only we had a different process, we'd vote yes. You vote yes if you believe yes. You vote in favor of something you believe it's the right thing. If you believe it's the wrong thing, you vote no. We are following a procedure. I will not yield to the gentleman, and the gentleman will observe regular order. The gentleman will observe regular order. Gentleman thinks if he gets up and yells, but if he's going to intimidate people into believing he's right, he is wrong. The gentleman is wrong. Speaking of getting some justice, uh, Wiener made some promises. Um, we, we didn't cover this initially because I wasn't sure how the story was going to play out. I thought. That uh, when Wiener broadcast his Wiener, that uh, <laughs> he would probably end up resigning. He initially, of course, uh, said it wasn't him. Then he said he had hacked. And then, you know, then maybe it was him. Then he said it was him, but he wasn't going to resign. And uh, now he's resigned, which he said he wasn't going to do. Uh, it's understandable. The Wiener is uh, somewhat more pliable than a lot of people will give it credit for. 
<laughs> and, uh, you know, it doesn't always stand its ground. Hey, oh! <laughs> um, I think he should have made uh, less promises with his wiener. You've got to be more careful <laughs> about the promises that the uh, wiener makes. He's got to make some hard choices. It's <laughs> so. it, you, you can't always live up to him. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's, His uh, resignation was over really quickly, though. I mean, it was, you know, in and out, and it was done. Uh, I, what I, I, there's a couple things, I mean, for serious, a couple things that I do want to talk about about Anthony Weiner, um, which, I mean, <laughs> it's fucking comic gold, right? Like, it's Weiner. a fucking, it's a, it's a t-ball rack with a softball on it. Like, it's just waiting to be fucking punted right out of the park. But... Uh, but one of the things I want to talk about, I got into, uh, I try to avoid these, but I got into a little bit of a Facebook argument this last week um, with someone. And what they said was they were happy that he resigned. And somebody asked him, oh, well, you know, because somebody posted, oh, this is a fucking travesty. And somebody said, oh, well, why is this a travesty? And they're like, well, he was a good person. And, uh, and he's a good re- representative. And the person's like, well, if he can't be trusted with his marriage vows – then he shouldn't be trusted with his oath of office, and it's good that he resigned. And I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. I'm like, there's a lot of fucking people in the Congress that have been divorced, and those people at one point broke their marriage vows because right. every marriage ceremony I've ever heard says, will you fucking love this person forever for the rest of your life? So your argument is dumb. Your argument doesn't make any sense. People and, and, to, and to equate the two, to say that one is equal to the other is also nonsense. Because one is a private affair and one's a public affair. The guy was a good representative, like him or not. I mean, I'll remember him always as the guy who was screaming in the middle of of the uh, House of Representatives, screaming back and forth at all these people saying, uh, talking about the 9-11 people that that were injured and they needed health care, right? So health care for 9-11 workers was his big push. And one guy was – he was bitching. He was saying, you know, people are basically falling down party lines on this when people's lives are at stake. And this one guy started to get up and he's screaming. He's like, the gentleman will sit down. He's like yelling at him. And I'm like, fucking, you you can't help but cheer the dude on when you watch him. Like how electric he was and how excited he was and how he really wanted to help people, Um, specifically those constituents that he was trying to help. Uh, It's a sad state of affairs that somebody is going to – Tweet a tweet, pick a picture of their junk on accident instead of a direct message, and it becomes a big fucking scandal. I really don't care what the guy does in his personal time, Tom. I don't think you do either. No, I don't care at all. You know, as, as much fun as it is to make fun of a guy whose name is Wiener who couldn't control his Wiener, that's awesome. But absolutely, um, you know, we've gotten down. I, I want to make sure that we don't appear on this subject to be somewhat hypocritical. But there's a there's a distinction I need to make. Um, we have attacked people um, in the past who have, um, you know, it's come out that their personal life, you know, has has uh, some scandal, particularly sexual scandals. But it's it's always been relative to their politics. And examples are, are have always been, you know, somebody is this virulent anti-gay crusader. Right. You know, and then they find out that they're gay or that they sit in a van and masturbate to kids or you know, and and the problem is there that here you've got somebody who is, um, you know, leading the charge, so to speak, on all of these uh, gay um, and moral sexual sort of issues. And then, you know, you, you peel back a layer from their private life and you find out, you know, that they're full of shit and, and that 
um, this whole time, there's a violation there that doesn't exist with Wiener. Wiener didn't have anti-tweeting your junk legislation passing, right? right? Right. He didn't have, um, you know, this this huge uh, sexual moral uh, legislative uh, 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 persona that, that defined part of his candidacy. That that wasn't what he was all about. Um, so the fact that the guy is tweeting his junk is not inconsistent with his politics. Where I have a problem is when you're inconsistent with your politics. When your personal life enters into your politics and says, where you're, you're standing in front of the cameras and saying one thing, and then going off to an airport bathroom and doing another. Yeah. That's a problem. What was that guy's name? Mike something, right? I don't remember that guy's I'm name. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Senator right. in airport. <laughs> That's it. It comes right up in Google. Senator in airport bathroom. His name's Larry Craig. Yeah, Larry Craig. <laughs> you type senator in airport bathroom, what's the first thing that pops up? And this guy, like you said, Tom, rabidly anti-gay. And you know what another name that comes to mind when we're making fun of him? Ted Haggard? Yep. There's a guy who's anti-gay. Yep. So you get these people that are, like you said, if they're hypocrites, a fucking A, they're fucking open game. But, you know, I'll be honest with you. When I heard about that Larry Craig thing, I'm pretty sure that what we talked about was who the fuck cares? If the guy wants to be gay, at least admit you're gay. That's what I think we both said. Yeah, I don't be- even know that I was calling for him to get released from office. I don't know that I was like, hey, you should get, you know, the fucking thrown out of office. I was just like, the dude's gay. You got to call everybody. You got to tell everybody now that you're gay, dummy, because you were crusading against gays for so long. Now you've got to tell everybody and look like an idiot because you're fucking gay. And now's the time, of course, to change your stance. To right. say, ah, all right, you got me. But here's how I'm going to make this better. Right. You know, I'm going to make sure that people don't have to suffer and, you know, the way I did. And you could spin it. You could always spin these things. It's not like spinning this shit's hard. Wiener tweeted a picture. Yeah. Was he a little lascivious with these women? Yeah. You know, was he engaging in some uh, sexting or, you know, whatever? Who cares? Right. You know, I don't. He, first of all, from what I'm to understand, he wasn't physically cheating on his wife. He was just fooling around with, you know, sending pictures and naughty messages back and forth. I wouldn't care if he was having sex with every woman at every campaign stop he ever made. Makes no difference to me. What I want to know is, is he consistent? When he shows up and he's screaming on the floor of the Senate to get things done, and this is what I want to have done, and these are the bills I want to pass, and these are the things I support, is it consistent? If it's consistent with what he's doing, then I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Right. You know, we make it impossible for people to um, be human beings and be in politics sometimes. And this is one of those examples. Yeah. You know, this guy, did he do something, you know, sort of immature and silly? Yeah. But everybody does shit that's immature and silly. If I got fired tomorrow because my boss found out that I did something immature and silly when I wasn't at work, I'd be a little outraged. Like, But that's my time. Right. There's nothing to do with what I do at work. If it doesn't have anything to do with what you fucking do at work, then let it not have anything to do with what you do at work. Why do we have to be all up on everybody's fucking sexual proclivities? It's just not that interesting. Like, I'll, I'll go have my own sex. Yeah. I'll be interested in that. I'll be like, oh, good, we're having the sex. Yay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am deeply interested. You know, another thing, too, that this brings up, um, 
you know, this is kind of a stretch, but I, I heard a, a while back there was this thing, this post on, on Reddit where somebody talked about Project Northwoods. Are you familiar with Project Northwoods, Tom? Not at all, no. No. It was a thing in the 50s where they were planning on blowing up some drones. It was like the 60s or 50s where they were going to blow up some drones and blame it on Cuba, and then we we're going to invade Cuba because of it or something like that. It was, it's that, That's basically the plan. Um, and a bunch of, somebody on Reddit had found it, and a bunch of people posted and basically said, if the government is capable of doing this, and basically what they, they never did it, but it got to like – a high level, and then somebody basically said, no, that's a bad idea, let's not do it. <laughs> so terrible, it never actually technically idea. happened anyway. But it did get past some stages of military planning, but then eventually got rejected. Um, and they were unmanned drones. Well, somebody posted, it was like, oh, well, you know, if, if they could do think up Project Northwoods, then how? what about all those idiots that think 9-11 wasn't an inside job or whatever, you know, basically on and on. What? Let me tell you something. What? <laughs> Let me tell you something. If a guy fucks up a direct message on Twitter and tweets his junk and he's a senator, there's no way the government was involved in 9-11. Right. No fucking way the government was involved in that. This guy can't figure out the Twitter and he's, he's tweeting pics of his fucking junk to somebody and broadcasting it all over the world. And he doesn't know until a few hours later and then quickly takes it to they, we do not fucking blow up the fucking Twin Towers. <laughs> Because that shit would not be a secret. That shit would have been tweeted out after the first fucking, oh, fuck, I messed up. Right. Where's no the tweet of that, you know? How do you accidentally, by the way, even do that? I, you know, you really got to, there's, there's ways in which you can direct message somebody. And he was probably using something, some sort of way in which to tweet. Could have been on his phone. And he accidentally tweeted it instead of sending a direct message. That's got to be one of those moments. Yeah, where you actually like, hit reply all <laughs> message. You're like looking you're at your to make phone fun of somebody. Th- you're just like, <laughs> God, oh, look at this idiot sent this thing to me. And little do you know you're replying to that idiot. <laughs> That's got to be just a bowel loosening moment, right? Oh, like, God, yeah. He, hits he, like, shit sta- oh, he shit stained his pants, Oh, my man. God. Oh, my God. What did I just do? Oh, no. I, I got to polish my resume. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> or he's got to polish something else. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep coming. The wiener jokes keep coming. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. <laughs> Our last story I think we're going to cover is uh, a federal judge's refusal to overturn Prop 8 judge's ruling appealed. Um, it, this That headline is just terrible. It's terribly yeah, it really confusing. it really doesn't make a lot of sense. It, it, it's awful. Um, but basically, um, there was a, uh, a motion um, that one of the judges uh, involved in uh, Prop 8 should have been disqualified from being a judge because he was gay. Um, and uh, that was thankfully... Uh, Overturned. That was nonsense. Um, it, it, it's totally fucking nonsense. Um, they called the, the motion frivolous and offensive. It is. It's fr- <laughs> it absolutely is frivolous and offensive. I, I agree. I like that they called it as it is. You know, right. see, so you and I were talking before this, and I think, you know, you, you had a good point. If, if they had to, uh, if a judge had to recuse himself um, because he shared some characteristic with a litigant involved, um, how could you ever get anything done right in right. front of the courts? Be like, I also, this is about food. 
We both this eat This is it. a rape, and I am also heterosexual. Right. Like, what? Like, this is, like, this is, it's just crazy. Like, you know, uh, you could never have a, a, a racial issue decided in a courtroom. Right. You know, be like, well, we need, let's see, it's, uh, it's, it's an issue of race. Do all of our judges belong to one race or another? Yes. Yes, they all do. Fuck. They can't belong to any of the races. Is there anyone that we have that's just like a floating ball it's of like, light? It's like a fucking shark judge. <laughs> <just sitting> there. <laughs> it's, it's like, I think the judge died again. Can, can we get Alvin or the chipmunks? We'll take Simon, Theodore. We're not picky here. I've got to have. No, that's crazy. That's just it's just crazy. So so one of the judges was gay. OK, well, the other ones weren't. Yeah. So like they were on the other side of the issue, right? Yeah. Should they all have recused themselves? They had to decide on an issue that involved human sexuality. They should have just been like, "Do all of you are all of you human?" Yeah. Are all of you asexual? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. are, we we only will allow eunuch judges. That's Look, what we're, we're old. Looking. None of us are having sex anyway. Come on. <laughs> We did want to mention, too, Tom, I did want to mention a couple of, of gay things that happened in the news, a couple of gay stories, if you will. Uh, gay marriage is now legal in New York, which is a big uh, – that's a big state to have uh, have that happen, and it's, it's a great thing to have happen. I don't think that there's much to say about that other than great for New York. I'm very happy for it. I actually, I'm more happy for you, New York, than I am for Illinois because we just have civil unions. Um, <laughs> But I also want to mention that uh, at the gay pride parade this weekend, and I think basically because of these, this last, uh, the gay marriage that happened in New York, somebody broke into, uh, did you hear about this? They broke into the warehouse and they slashed so many tires on the, uh, on the gay pride floats at the gay pride parade before the pride parade had started. They stored their floats in one big warehouse. Well, somebody walked in with a knife and just cut them to shreds. And the police officers, because no note was left, are not treating it as a hate crime. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was not motivated by the fact that they were all for the gay pride parade. Right. It was right. random. Yeah, that happens all the time. Happens to all of our floats. Yeah. Here at, you know, <laughs> that's what. That's, that's why you got that old adage. You know, don't put all your floats in one basket. You know. That's, <laughs> exactly. That's what all it they happened say. last Macy's Day. It happened on Thanksgiving. Oh man, they slashed that Charlie Brown's face. That big blow up Charlie <laughs> Brown. They fucked him up good. <laughs> Hey, he's as white as the day is long, I'll tell you that. And they just... <laughs> they left a note. They said, fuck Charlie Brown and anybody who's bald. That's a hate crime. I but won't this, even this... say what they did to Snoopy. My yeah. God. They stuffed that football up, up uh, Lucy's uh, patootie there. I didn't sleep for a week, I'll tell yeah. you. <laughs> it's like, what are you out of your fucking mind? Like, way to go, Lou. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> kidding. That's awesome, man. That's some nice that, police work, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's so awesome. I'm just like, well, not a hate crime. Um, I don't know where you define hate crime. They didn't leave a note. Like, what does the note have to say? Like, this is a hate. Please, it'd be great if they came back and they're like, no, this was a hate crime. Here's the note. Like, here's the note. We want this yeah. to be defined as a hate crime because we hate them. You know, we just, we hate them. I hope they release a YouTube video where they're dressed like Hezbollah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we also want to thank all the people who send in uh, emails. Uh, we got a, a bunch of emails from people that we we haven't really talked to before in the past, and it's great to hear from people. Who just basically, most of them have just been shout outs. Like. 
great work. Thanks for putting together the podcast and things like that. So we're really happy that people are sending emails. Please, if you're listening to the show, let other people know. Uh, tell other people about it. Or also send us emails and let us know. Rate us on iTunes. All those things are really important. And uh, and it helps us get our word out, you know, helps us reach a bigger audience, which is really important to us. So if you could help us out in that way, just letting people know about us, you know, retweeting us, doing things like that is always uh, is always much appreciated by us. I know Tom, you and I both really appreciate it when people, you know, send out stuff for us and, and help us spread the word. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. Thank you for listening to Cognitive Dissonance. If you want to reach us by phone, you can call us at 740-743-6828. That's 740-74-DOUBT. Long distance rates apply. Send us an email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at dissonance underscore pod.